0: to another episode of the Nappy Glamour Podcast. My name is Lex. I am your host. And here on Nappy Glamour, we discuss all things Black culture, all things beauty, and all the colorful places in between. So welcome back, guys. Thank you for hopping in and listening to me. You know, sometimes I do like to say that. If you're listening to me, I don't think there's a coincidence you are. So before we get into this discussion, let's get ourselves into the right frame of mind. We're gonna talk about all sorts of fun stuff. So grab yourself a cup of coffee. If in the case you're a little bit more like me, you're gonna grab you a little matcha, you know, real anti-inflammatory. And we are just gonna get right on into the conversation this week. So first off, we gotta check in. How is everyone doing? I'll give you a moment to respond. Yes, yes, are we doing all right? Um, I'm doing all right, too. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I feel like now that it is officially fall, the weather is changing this last week. Since I've spoken to you guys really kicked my butt. I felt like every day I was like super tired and didn't wanna work out and just was like getting through my work day without putting too much extra effort in. It was really you all a mediocre week, I ain't even gonna lie. It was a little bit of a mediocre week and I just feel like it's just the changing seasons. I was having conversations with um, my coworkers And we were in a meeting via Zoom, which also can be tiring, you guys know. And she was like, "Um, "Girl, I'm just gonna be real. I'm tired." And I was like, "You too, sis. I'm tired too." But you know, you have to show up and be your best self when you're on the job. Uh, But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just kind of, just kind of tired. I, I'm ready to get back into my workout routine though. I think I only worked out like two days last week, which kind of absolute trash. but I need to do better. I owe it to myself to do better. I'm going to do it. And I think it's going to help with my overall kind of vibe, feel, and countenance um, going into this week. But I hope you guys are, are doing well. I hope that you are setting goals for yourself this week, that we're pushing through every day, knowing that every day is not going to be perfect, honey, but every day we will make it through. So that's where I'm kind of at with it. So let's hop right on in to our fun culture topics for today. And kind of like I said earlier, this week has kind of been kind of dry. So in terms of culture topics for the week, I feel like it's the same discussion. Not too much has really been popping off. I will say Black Girl Magic Moment, though, Issa Rae hosted SNL. And it was a win. It was a win for Black Girl Magic. It was a win for just women everywhere, if you ask me, because Issa Rae is now sitting up there amongst the women um, SNL hosts of of the past and, and within history. And she did an amazing job. I just love seeing Black culture, the Black nuances of who we are and the little pieces of our culture displayed um, for wider audiences. I feel like We have smaller circuits and platforms that really speak directly to who we are. And I think that is really important that those are closed and and really supportive, safe communities. But I cannot deny that I love seeing my girls, my sisters, my Black queens on a large stage. Like, it's just so powerful. And she did an amazing job. And she looked good, too. Let me tell you, I don't know what type of cocoa butter, shea butter olive oil, almond oil mix that Issa's team be lathering onto her body, but she is always looking like a very moist and delicious piece of chocolate cake. And I love it. I'm personally just here for it all. I just need sis to drop the ingredients to what I know is a DIY, um, body cream. Like we need to know Issa, what is it that don't look store-bought. Okay. That looks like an ancestral recipe and I need to know what it is, you know? Um, but yeah, she did a fantastic job. Y'all know I don't have cable because I'm a millennial and why, but I was able to catch it online and so, so funny. I'm just so proud of Issa. I can remember like so many of us can watching her on Awkward Black Girl on YouTube and literally like as she was releasing episodes, I was watching on Awkward Black Girl and um, to see her trajectory, man, if you ever need inspiration, And need an an uplifting sort of uh, beacon to look at when it comes to staying in your lane, creating that lane, and really just pushing through until you make it. Issa is absolutely one hundred percent that. I feel like she is who she is. She has always been that way. She has literally always been an awkward black girl, but she lives in her truth, and it has opened so many doors for her. And that to me, is just an amazing message and an amazing way to live your life. Because I think so often, y'all, we just want to fit in. We just want to, to do what's popular because it's really easy. It's easy to follow what everyone else is doing, be part of a, a huge school of fish, and just be one amongst hundreds. But it's much harder to stand out and to really sit in your weird and sit in your out of the box. And she did it. And I am just so proud whenever I see her on ads and winning awards and being nominated for this. And go ahead, Issa. Go ahead. Continue to do it because she doesn't do it alone. She opens doors for her friends to come in behind her and those doors will be opened for people like you and me. OK, so very exciting. I enjoyed that. Um, I saw that Kanye West had a response and girl, I just can't, I don't even know what's going on with Kanye. You know, on the not be Killer podcast, we try to uplift each other. So I won't speak too heavy and too hard on brother Kanye, but he just Lord, he, he concerns me. Ooh. Yes. He, he works my spirit. He really does. Um, but to that point, y'all, Kanye is legitimately a name on the ballot, which leads me to my next topic. Have you voted? You need to. Early voting has opened in a number of states, um, if not all of them, across the country. So you at this time can go stand in lines. And there are lines. I've seen um, pictures all over uh, the country of the lines being longer. So just prepare yourself for a long line. But at the end of that tunnel is you in that poll voting for who you believe is the right candidate to lead our country. I cannot stress enough how important it is And, um, yeah, Kanye's name is on the ballot. I don't recommend you vote for him. In fact, I don't do it. Um, but go and vote, go exercise your right. You as an American citizen, that is your right, especially if you are a black person to understand our heritage in this country. And I don't just mean... Uh, chattel slavery, American black. I'm talking about if you are a black immigrant, if you are first generation, it don't matter. If you are a person of color, especially if you are a black identifying person, you need to go out and vote because it wasn't too long ago when people who look like us could not. And I think it is the saddest thing to hear so many young people saying that they're not going to vote because they don't believe in the system or my vote's not going to count anyway. And why would I... I get all the distrust that we have in the government. Heck, I have it too. I am not ignorant to how difficult it is to be a black person in America. I'm not ignorant to how unfair the cards are stacked against us. But to not vote and to not even put your coin in the hat Um, When it comes to making decisions, especially at the local level, we do ourselves a disservice because at the end of the day, is the system rigged to some degree? Yeah, it is. Um, But you putting your vote out there is you sharing a, a piece of your voice and a piece of your opinion. And no one is going to know your opinion if you do not share it, right? So even if you don't know everyone who's on that ballot, vote for the names that you have researched and you're familiar with. There are tons of resources out there. Literally, just Google um, your state and um, y- your state ballot and information. There are some um, pre-ballots out there that you can take a look at before you even get to the polls and understand who it is that you're voting for. And again, you do not have to fill out the whole ballot. I, you know, fun fact: if you literally just wanted to vote for the president of the United States, you could. Um, but I encourage us to do that and some more by digging into our local elections as well, guys. Like Again, I can't say it enough. I do not know where this new wave is coming from where we just, we not voting. We're not, you know, we just, we just not going to vote. I do not know where that is coming from, honey, because when I was 18 and I had a chance to vote, I voted and I have never not voted in an election since. It's not an option for me. It's not how I was raised. That's not how I, I plan on building my family. I plan on, on, on building a tradition of knowledge, seeking knowledge, and then sharing my opinion, my thoughts based on the knowledge and truths that I hold dear to myself. So with that being said, guys, again, you need to go out there and vote, go with your friends. I mean, it's Rona out here, so it's not like y'all can go, go to a club or anything. It's not like y'all can, can can get all cozy up in your favorite restaurant. Why don't y'all girls get together, get your lawn chairs, get your fans if you're down south, pack some snacks in your big your big movie theater purse and go down there to vote. It's very, very important. I can't stress it enough, so... Ta-da, that's it for that segment on Lex's soapbox about voting. But I did also wanna share really quickly that I ended up watching the trailer for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which features Viola Davis playing Ma Rainey. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, RIP Chadwick, is also in the film. That was one of the reasons why I actually ended up looking at the trailer because love Auntie Vi, hello, and then also Chadwick Boseman is a forever legend. Um, but I am so interested in seeing that fun fact about me. Um, I am a musician, right? So I am, I'm classically trained pianist and I also play woodwind instruments, particularly the clarinet for my nerds out there. And, um, a large piece of my childhood was digging into the blues and jazz era, particularly black artists within the blues and jazz era. So, thinking your classics, Duke Ellington, Billie Holiday, um, Ma Rainey threw herself in there as well, like those sort of classic um, figures in black jazz and blues. And so when I saw that they were doing a movie about her, I was so excited for a number of reasons. Number one, black people, particularly black women, are so overlooked when it comes to the foundations of music that, music that we know and love, particularly blues, jazz, and rock and roll. We think of rock and roll as just, uh, I mean, so I don't mean to offend anybody, but like white men with long hair, just rocking out with their guitars. And the history of rock and roll is really um, founded in, uh, the black experience and, in black sounds as they came, um, as they came through the, the thirties and forties. And so I say all that to say that this Ma Rainey movie looks so, so good. Now, Auntie Vi Chow, you know, she plays a character down, Okay, she just she totally encompasses an entire character and transforms and you don't even know who you're looking at. So I'm really excited about that. But the narrative of Ma Rainey's life is just so interesting because, again, not only is she this mega uh, star in the blues era, but certainly overlooked because she was a woman and she was black. Um, but there's also the piece there of her sexuality that I'm so glad they're exploring because Ma Rainey, if you listen to her music, a lot of her lyrics are bisexual and lesbian leaning. Um, so a lot of the, the historical data that we have about Ma Rainey outside of her music, um, tells us that she was a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And I think that stories and narratives like this are so important to tell, Because again, black people do not live within a monolith, right? We do not exist um, in a monolith, and so to have these different variations of stories and identities, um, I think is just so important. Because you cannot fit anyone into a box. You certainly cannot fit um, the black experience into a box. And so, I encourage you guys to take a look at it. It's called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And when the movie comes out, you know, I'll be giving my quick little review of it, but I'm always just so excited to see stories that are real and showcase different sides of of people's lives because... Um, especially when it comes to, to to conversations about sexuality in the black community. Like there's a lot of, uh, you guys know, we all know there's a lot of hush-hush. There's a lot of hiding. Um, there's a lot of oftentimes uh, shame and, and community just um, unsupport. So I'm excited to see the sort of narrative being showcased on the screen um, because it's important. It's just important to see. So that is going to be fantastic. Have you guys seen it? If you haven't seen it, it's pretty much everywhere. Look it up, it's on like Buzzfeed and all your typical places, but let me know. Well, all right guys, that's it for the hot top section. I told you it wasn't too much, it's just a little light. Just a little light. Um, So now we're gonna hop right on in to the things that I am obsessed with this week. And this week we're doing something a little different. Usually we do a product feature, but. Today, um, we are going to be digging in to beauty from the inside out. And I'm really excited to share that with you guys. So let's get right into it. All right, welcome back. So we are going to be talking about something that I have been obsessed with not just recently, but really since coronavirus happened. This has been the focus of my diet as it relates to my skincare routine. So hear me out, guys. I'll give you the short background on it. Back when coronavirus started, so what is this, like March, when, it got, when things started to lock down, um, my skin was not in the best place. It just wasn't. It was puffy. It was overly greasy. It was, but still dry at the same time. And I was dealing with large levels of pigmentation, hyperpigmentation that was not necessarily the result of any topical trauma. So hyperpigmentation, you guys know, is just when your skin produces extra melanin on specific places that have, um, been hurt, essentially. So let's say you cut yourself and you have a scar and that scar ends up being a little darker than the rest of your skin. Well, that is hyperpigmentation. Um, If we pick zits on our face, um, sometimes we have those little marks that kind of come up right under them. That is hyperpigmentation as a result of trauma. Well, I was experiencing hyperpigmentation that was not the result of trauma. Um, And that came onto my face primarily um, in combination with those other things that I was telling you about, the dryness, the oiliness, so on and so forth. Um, and so in the past, my thought was always, well, I'll just, you know, just increase the vitamin C that I'm putting on my face. And in worst case scenario, I will use hydroquinone, which you guys might know and recognize as a um, an over-the-counter, not over-the-counter, but um, doctor-prescribed bleaching agent. Um, And literally, that is literally what it is. You put it on your, your dark spots and it will clear that stuff up in a matter of two weeks. However, I am leaning more now into a holistic approach to skincare. And while I do treat things from the outside in, I am now more interested in what causes the issue to begin with. And so guys, as we take down this, go down this journey together with Nappy Glamour and we talk about skincare and all of that, I also want us to to begin thinking about what it is that our lifestyle consists of that could potentially be creating Um, The issues that we're consistently seeing with her skin. So when I was looking at this, I I took the approach of, hey, let's look at these three things because I think these three things could be impacting how my skin is performing right now. Number one, what I'm eating. Am I eating a bunch of sugar and salt and carbs that just do not serve my body? When I say carbs, I mean processed carbs, pizzas, breads, whatever. Um, Also, how often am I exercising? Because exercising naturally works to detoxify your body and your skin, right? Sweating is not just good for, you know, shedding pounds over time, but it also works to detox the skin. And then number uh, three, internal stressors that could potentially be contributing to my hyperpigmentation. Because again, it's a result of some level of trauma and stress that may not necessarily be from like a bruise or a cut or anything like that. So over like a three, two to three month period, I really drilled down on those three things and researched medical article after medical article and came up with the conclusion that it's all inflammation related. And if you guys are interested, I will share the medical Um, the medical journals and articles that I stumbled upon that kind of support this theory. But inflammation is a key part of all terrible skin conditions. So think acne, rosacea, eczema, inflammation, the term itself, um, we often hear when we think about internal things. So health, wellness, um, sometimes inflammation is is associated with like joint pain. All of that is very true, but we don't often talk about how inflammation from the inside out uh, affects our skin. So a quick foundational note here, inflammation is really just your body's response to any type of foreign body or injury. Our body's white cells, um, white blood cells, release chemicals that promote a healing mechanism by isolating in- destroying essentially invaders or bad things for our body. Um, Sometimes this is useful. Like for instance, if you get a cut or something, those white blood cells rush right to the problem and help the healing process overall. That's healthy inflammation, but sometimes internal inflammation can result in concerns that really are just not what we're looking for in terms of our skin. So stress processed food in our diet and toxins in the environment can all contribute to internal inflammation that in turn shows up on our skin. And we may not be fully aware of sort of this low-grade internal inflammation, um, but it happens all the time. And some key things that uh, kind of showcase that inflammation is happening on the inside is fatigue. If you're super tired all the time, it may be because of inflammation or even depression. Are you finding that you are more uh, sad than usual or are just really feeling under the weather? Um, our mood is often tied to inflammation as well. Trouble sleeping, like all these things that are happening internally Oftentimes we're quick to just pop something for or just kind of brush it off. But guys, really take note of what your body is telling you because oftentimes these things are a result of inflammation and inflammation is really just the core of so many diseases and issues, not just the things that we're about to talk about when it comes to your skin. So um, let's talk about how this looks on the skin. We know that skin is the largest organ that we have on our bodies. Our skin is actually a living and breathing thing. So the pH, tone, texture, clarity, and overall health of our skin can be directly affected by the internal inflammation that we were just talking about and then can send us into cues to treat it. Whether in my case, vitamin C and hydroquinone. In your case, it may be an acne mask or um, a salicylic acid, Uh, peel or wash, all that stuff is like, oh, I can just throw this on my skin and I can get rid of the issue. And we totally forget that there's probably something on the inside that's contributing to it in the first place. So I believe that the first line of defense when it comes to our skin is always going to be how we treat ourselves and how we are creating a, a clean fuel for our bodies. And the best way to do this to reduce inflammation Number one is to just watch what we are eating. It almost goes without saying, but if you are consuming tons of salt, we know that contributes to water retention and overall feeling and look of bloat and heaviness, right? In the face, especially. Um, if you're consuming a lot of refined sugars, those are hard for your body to process. They can often lead to acne as a result of the inflammation that the sugar causes internally, right? Also, processed carbs, not necessarily because carbs are the issue, carbs are just the part of the compound of the food, but mostly because the carbohydrates are processed by way of gluten and wheat. And gluten and wheat, along with dairy, my friends, are also um, inflammatory triggering foods. So having a clean diet is not only good for your overall just feeling you're feeling lighter, you're running cleaner. It's like putting good fuel in your car. You're putting putting good things into your body, but as a result our skin looks that much better because it's being supplied with the clean things that we need to keep it running. Um so this almost goes without saying guys, but your diet having an anti-inflammatory diet is key to having clear skin. And if you go back on my Instagram, honey, there are no filters on these photos that y'all be seeing on the Lexicana on Instagram. Like that is really how my skin has been looking as a result of me watching my diet, which we just talked about. And then also me exercising more regularly. Um, like I said, exercise is a piece of my life that allows me to detox my body, but it also improves my mood because of the endorphins. Exercise is just fantastic. And at the end of the day, I leave the gym with a beautiful glow because of the sweat, but then when I take my shower, my skin is feeling all sorts of refreshed, and that's because as I'm exercising and sweating, hello, toxins are being pushed out. Toxins and pollutants that we can't avoid interacting with every day. So with that being said, guys, I wanted to share with you the three anti-inflammatory ingredients that I have been including into my anti-inflammatory diet. So again, I avoid dairy at all costs. I drink oatmeal, milk, in my coffee, coconut, um, milk yogurt. I do, um, uh, coconut milk ice cream as well. Every now and then I will do regular dairy because if it's in a dish at, let's say for instance, a restaurant, I'm not going to tell them to get rid of my Parmesan. Okay. Sprinkle the Parmesan on. But when it comes to like sour cream and and um, cottage cheese and things like that, I, I have totally been away from them. And I noticed a difference um, in my skin Days later, um, depending on if I ate the dairy products or if I didn't eat the dairy products. So that for sure. Also, of course, salt. I feel like in terms of of Black people, I'm just going to throw it out there. Y'all leave the salt alone. It's not worth it. There are other ways to season your food. I'm not saying be bland. I'm saying be careful with your choice of salt. I will say that Tabitha Brown on Instagram, y'all know Auntie Tab. She has taught me so much in terms of how to season my food. I salt last Every single time now. I don't salt as I'm cooking, which is how I've been taught to. You want your food to be tasty. You salt throughout. That's what I was taught. It's a no-go in terms of my overall health and, and the lifestyle that I'm living now. I salt last. And then last but not least, sugars. Sugar, I avoid it. No sodas, obviously. Uh, cereals, candies, all that—cut it out, girl. It's not worth it, especially if you want clear skin. Um, but a good substitute for sugar, if you're a baker or if you miss it in your coffee or anything like that, is monk fruit sweetener. That's right, monk—just like the the people who you know spend their whole lives in the church and dedicate their lives to the religion. The monk, yeah monk fruit sweetener is the closest thing that i have seen in terms of baking how it acts in coffee and things like that to sugar it looks exactly like sugar too um so definitely give that a try it has a lower um sugar alcohol level and it just doesn't spike your sugar levels the way that sugar does and it doesn't give you the the negative side effects overall but outside of avoiding those things altogether, the additional things that I add into my diet every single day by way of the matcha that you guys know I love um, is turmeric and ginger. And these are things that you probably have in your cabinet right now. You know what I mean? If you're from the Caribbean, you know you, know you got some turmeric and ginger rolling around in there somewhere, come on. Now that. Um, those two ingredients are anti-inflammatory in nature by way of the antioxidants and their natural properties. So what does that mean for you? Build it into your diet, girl. If it's going to be um, your regular ginger, like uh, the ginger root itself, you can juice it. You can chop it up and put it in salad dressings if it's if it's nicely minced. You can uh, use it as part of your seasoning of your meats and fishes. Y'all know how to use ginger, but also the powdered ginger. And this is where I play. Um, I put my powdered ginger into my matcha. The matcha that I have every morning is a proprietary mix. <laughs> no, not really. It's not proprietary as of yet, um, but it's a mix of matcha powder, ginger, and get this, turmeric, right? Those three things are the base of the matcha that I drink every single day. Now I can enhance the flavor by either adding honey to taste or sometimes I will add dried berries, dried, freeze dried berries. Um, will add a different flavor to my latte. Um, you can do all sorts of things, But I recommend that you keep that base of the matcha, which also has anti-inflammatory properties, but more so works to boost your metabolism, ginger and turmeric. So I had to share that with you guys because it has changed my life. I do not miss matcha in the morning. I don't. I can't. It's become so much a part of my life and who I am. Um, It is a, a level of caffeination to matcha. So. It gives me that burst that I need in the morning. And I know that because I've added my ginger and turmeric, both powdered, but you can go the root, turmeric or ginger root, if you want, just for that extra little bit on the top. Um, I know that I'm starting my day off 100% um, with anti-inflammatory ingredients that are going to help to keep my body moving the right way. So that was a very long segment, y'all super long, but I think super informative. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, but I just think it's important that whenever I discover something, I share it with you guys, because I can't be the only one sitting on this. I can remember being a child and struggling with my skincare, um, early on, not in terms of acne, but hyperpigmentation, especially like around my mouth, my hyperpigmentation will get bad. And maybe sometimes on my forehead and, and my cheek, where my cheekbones are, you guys know the places that we struggle with it naturally. Some of that is genetics, but some of that is a result, especially when it's heightened as a result of our diet and how often we're allowing our body to detoxify naturally. So that's all I have to say about that. Let me know if you knew about turmeric and ginger. Did you know that that was a whole thing? Did you know that matcha powder is great for boosting your metabolism in the morning? Let me know. And if you decide you want to try it out, even better would love to hear how it's working for you guys all right all right all right so let's hop right on into the last piece of our conversation it's coming to an end but you guys know i like to leave you off with a strong word of inspiration straight from the heart and so this will be our glam inspiration segment for today so we'll be right back Okay, I'm back and we are going to get straight into the inspiration. because honey, I rambled on too long about matcha and ginger and the things, but it's worth it, right? So worth it. At least I think so. One second, I'm sipping matcha as we speak. But the last piece that I wanted to talk to you guys about um, in terms of just a word to get us through the week um, is something that's really been sitting on my heart And I don't know if it's because coronavirus and work from home and so many uh, people losing their jobs and having to relocate life just is not what it used to be. And I think it's becoming abundantly clear that the only thing that I can control is me. I know what God has placed on my heart. I know what my talents are. I know what my strengths are. And sometimes you can't sell that into other people. Not every employer is going to know your worth, honey. Not every friend is going to understand how talented you are or support your vision. Not every family member is going to be your biggest cheerleader as you decide to endeavor on whatever project. Sometimes, girl, guy, us, people, folks, we have to bet on ourselves, okay? We have to invest in ourselves our freaking selves. And what brought me to this was honestly thinking about this podcast and how much I enjoy it and how this is a space that I feel like other people of color can come and have honest conversations about things related to beauty and Black culture because there are some synergies there. And I think it is okay for me to bet on myself in being a facilitator of that community. You know, I think sometimes we are raised to be humble to a fault and I'm not saying stretch yourself beyond your capabilities and become a scammer. That's not what I'm saying. Don't become a scammer, but bet on yourself and what you know you have to offer the world, right? Because I feel like so many times we give our talent away for free, all the time, and free is good. You know, you can give your your talents away from free, especially if it's building the kingdom or, or or supporting a good cause. That's not. I'm not saying don't do those things, but I'm saying when it's time to invest your time, your money, and your energy, honey, invest in yourself. You are the greatest thing that you got going, and you are the only thing that you can truly control. You can't tr- control anything that's happening outside of you at all, but you can bet on yourself. You can buy the books to increase your knowledge. You can join the communities that support your vision. you know? You can meditate and sit in prayer and gain clarity on your next steps. Those are the things that you can do, and all of that so all of that is circling back to who? you, because you are your greatest investment. You are your greatest value. And so if there is anything that you are interested in doing and it doesn't have to be a business or a podcast like this, um, it could be uh, you cre- painting pictures in your office that you, I don't know, give give away at your church or it could be a number of things. It could just be you investing in yourself in terms of working out a little bit more. Girl, bet on yourself and bet that you can get to where you want to be in terms of your fitness goals. Um, if it is starting a business, girl, bet on yourself. You can do it. If it's even work related, bet on yourself that you can get to the level that you want to be in within your organization. You can do it. Bet on yourself. Don't shortchange yourself. And investment is risky if you look at it up front. Right. Because I'm putting money and time and effort into this thing that I don't know what the outcome is. Right. And at the end of the day, you don't know what's going to come for it from it. But you're investing in a vessel that you can control and you can develop and you can get to where it needs to be. And that is you. Do you see what I'm saying? Um so yeah that's just been on my heart lately I think it's time for us to stop being humble and know what God placed on our hearts know what we were gifted with and bet on ourselves if you have a vision if you have a talent if you have a gift That is yours and yours only. Only you can cultivate the gifts that God has given you. Other people can pour into you, that is true, but you have to be the captain of your own ship to get from point A to point B. So if you aren't betting on yourself and you aren't investing in yourself, all of your dreams will always just be dreams and there is nothing sadder than coming to the end of your life and looking back on what could have been. Bet on yourself right now. Now, take a pen and paper, write down the next 30, 60, 90 days of what you need to do to invest in yourselves. And I feel like this is the place uh, to do it. While things are shifting so much in the world and our time has kind of changed, the amount of time that we spend at home, the amount of time that we spend with our families, the amount of time that we have to just sit and kind of be with ourselves this is the perfect time to reassess what it is that you are really about and what it is that you are going to positively contribute to the world and just do it. Bet on yourselves because guys, we can do it. And here at Not Be Glamour, you know that it is a community. We are a community of forward thinking individuals who want to see each other win. I want to see you win. Okay, so if listening to the podcast is a little a little bump to get you from point A to point B and and encourage you to bet on yourself. Great. Then I did my job. But just know that not everyone's gift looks the same, but everyone's gift is valuable. So bet on yourself and the gifts that you have been given. So that's it, y'all. I was passionate about that one. I I am serious about that one. So (laughs) I hope that you are, too. I mean, I just believe in our community and I believe in you. I believe in us. Um, but that's it guys. That is it for this week's of Nappy Glamour. Um, I feel like this was a shorter episode. We'll see at the end when I wrap it all up and, and edit it down and all that. But I feel like this was a shorter episode, but still packed with the, the necessary stuff that we need to, to get through the week. But all right, you guys know that I love you. I love you all so much and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.